Welcome to the Podcast Launchpad. I'm your host, Angela Kelly-Smith, the author of the Amazon bestseller, The Podcast Launch Playbook. I've been podcasting since 2012, and I'm sharing everything I've learned to make podcasting and promoting your business with the podcast as simple and as stressless as possible. So prepare to take notes and get ready for liftoff. Your audience is listening. How do you pick out a book to read? Do you buy a book that doesn't have a description on the back or that has a dippy description that gives no real indication of what the book is about? I've actually come across books with no descriptions or with descriptions that tell you next to nothing. The only thing written on the back is testimonials from other authors we're supposed to recognize. I tend not to buy these books. I want to know what I'm getting into before I commit. There are tons of articles online about how to write a kick-ass book description, also known as a book blurb. Your book blurb can make or break your book. A good one can entice people to buy your book. A bad one or a non-existent one can make people pass up your book. It's very similar with the podcast. While your podcast name and cover art make the first impression on listeners, just like the name and cover of a book, your podcast description is what hooks listeners. When your podcast shows up in search results, which happens because of your podcast title and your description, potential listeners will read the description to see if it's something they want to listen to. Now, I mentioned in episode 10, FAQ 3, that the top three ways people find podcasts to listen to are Google, recommendations from people they know, and recommendations from hosts of podcasts they already listen to. When people find a single episode, if they want to listen to more episodes, they'll likely check out your podcast description to see what the whole show is about. When they find your whole show, if your name and cover art are enticing enough, they'll definitely check out your whole description. So your description is what will convince or compel people to listen to your podcast. So it's got to convey what your show is about, who your show is for, how your show solves their problem, and what makes your show unique. Essentially, you're sharing your niche, your podcast niche, but in more than just two sentences, using really enticing language that also includes keywords. So go back to episode 20, if you haven't already listened to that, for information on picking your podcast niche. All right, so here's what goes into making a good podcast description. First, it's short. People are not going to take the time to read the entire 4,000 characters that Apple Podcast allows you to use. People want to listen to your show, not read an essay about your show. You want to write enough to create curiosity and desire, but not so much as to turn listeners off. Second, a good description is clear and concise. Tell exactly what your podcast is about quickly and succinctly using an economy of words in a way that your ideal listener can understand. Third, a good description shows value. So you're telling your ideal listener what benefit they will get out of listening to your show. So to do this, you can come right out and say, you will benefit this show by blah, 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 or you can make it implicit in some other way. 
So Diane Wingert's The Driven Woman Entrepreneur podcast has this as part of her description. The Driven Woman podcast with Diane Wingert gives women achievers who feel like they haven't reached their true potential, no BS straight talk to take them from driven but distracted to focused, fired up, and flame retardant. So the value in this is that it helps women achievers who feel like they haven't achieved their potential become focused, fired up, and flame retardant. Diane's ideal listener can see the exact outcome from listening to this show. Finally, a good description is searchable. You need to use keywords in your description so that Apple Podcasts, the other podcast platforms, and Google can easily find your podcast when listeners search when listeners search for your show concept. So a podcast I frequently mention as an example is the Doodle Pro podcast. In it, Corinne Gerhart writes about grooming, behavior, training, and barking. She also mentions the name of several types of doodles. Now, this is the dog breed doodle, not doodling in art. All of this that she mentions is highly searchable. Now, you should also have a hook at the beginning of your description. Corinne has this sentence at the beginning of her description. Have a more fulfilling and rewarding experience with your doodle breed dog by becoming a more confident and informed doodle parent. So this also conveys the value of listening to her podcast. You see exactly what you're going to get from listening to her show. You should also mention your credentials in your description. Just a sentence or two. Don't share your whole CV or the complete bio that you would write on your website. Putting just a few of your credentials here will show your ideal listener that you are the one who is qualified to share this information with them and to help them solve their problem. Again, that solve their problem part Go back to episode 20 about picking your niche. So also in episode 20, you may remember that I discussed Jeremy N's onlyness statement. So you use this statement if your podcast is indeed the one and only of its kind in your niche. So if you own that niche. So the onlyness statement goes like this. My podcast, state its name instead of my podcast, is the only podcast that does what it does for your ideal listener who are looking to, and state here essentially the benefits of listening to your show. So here's mine, which is valid as of this recording, you know, until someone else comes into this niche with me. The Podcast Launchpad is the only podcast that shows women entrepreneurs how to use podcasting as a marketing tool to establish themselves as a go-to expert in their field, reach a wider audience, and get more clients. So if your podcast is the one and only of its kind in your niche, then you can use your onlyness statement in your description. In fact, as of this recording, I use my onlyness onlyness statement. It's a hard word to say. I use my onlyness statement as the first sentence in my description. Now, if your podcast is not the one and only of its kind in its niche, then you can use your regular niche statement somewhere in your description. Again, go back to episode 20 to write your niche statement in this form. My podcast, state its name, helps your ideal listener do 
your podcast concept so they can state the problem you solve. Okay, so here's what mine looks like in this format. The Podcast Launchpad helps women entrepreneurs use podcasting as a tool to market their business so they can become a go-to expert in their field, reach a wider audience, and get more clients. Okay, now here's what you're going to do to write your description. First, write out a few phrases or sentences about what your podcast is about. So this comes directly from your podcast concept in episode four. Next, write down whom the podcast is for. This is your ideal listener that we went through in episode 13. I'll put links to all of these episodes in the show notes. Next, brainstorm keywords related to your concept and ideal listener. So these can be short keywords such as entrepreneurship, marketing, or health. And you'll also need to use long tail keywords such as how to start a business or how to market your business or alternative health for women. Next, write out a few benefits of listening to your show. Now, these are specific results that your listener gets out of listening to your podcast. Think of these sort of like writing a sales page for a service or course. Now, three is a good number for the number of benefits you're sharing. You know, you need definitely need more than one and more than three tends to get unwieldy. Next, Write two or three short sentences about who you are and what makes you the best person to share this information and solve your ideal listener's problem. So remember, this needs to be short. Don't go into a really long bio. Next, write down a few potential hooks that you could put at the beginning of the description. So again, I use my onlyness statement as my hook. Amy Porterfield's Online Marketing Made Easy starts out with, Ever wish you had a business mentor with over a decade of experience whispering success secrets in your ear? I've written or written, I've said in other episodes about hooks and about email marketing and social media marketing that using questions is a great way to hook people to create curiosity and create desire. So using a question as the hook at your begin at the beginning of your description can be really powerful. All right, now you're going to put it all together. And remember, keep it pretty short. You do not need to use all 4,000 characters that Apple Podcasts let you. So check out five to 10 other podcasts and read their descriptions to get an idea of what a good length is. You're going to be creating a trailer for your podcast too. Now this will be from one to three minutes long. So your description does not need to cover everything that you'll be able to put in your trailer. So keep the description succinct and enticing, articulating the value your listeners will get. All right, next week, we'll be talking about creating your podcast cover art. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for listening to the Podcast Launchpad. Be sure to follow so you don't miss a single episode. And if you have any comments or questions, feel free to email or send me a DM on Instagram. Follow the links in the show notes. I really appreciate you for being here. See you next time on the Podcast Launchpad.